Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts. I'm here with my co-host, Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hi, Kate. And today we are here with Christy. Hi, Christy. Hello. Thanks for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you. One of uh, our favorite things when we have someone on the show uh, is that we love to start with asking the guest what you would like the audience to know about you right now. So rather than your typical, go back into your, (laughs) all your accomplishments and all of that, we like to put it to our guests to see what you would like our listeners to know about you right now. I guess just the first thing that came up when you said that was that I'm a changed person. But still the same, but very different just in the last few years. And um, and yeah, I, I somehow slowed down and opened up all at the same time. And I love that you said beyond all the stuff we've done and the regular things about us, because yeah, there's there's something deeper there. And and it's fun to be here with Wynn because he's one of the few people that had a front row seat for the the slowing down and opening up and and uh trying to think of the word, but just freedom is another word that comes to mind. Just living in complete freedom and realizing it was probably there the whole time. I just didn't know it. Um, but yeah, and then just um the love of kind of sharing that and being that with people and it doesn't matter who or where or when um, but just kind of through being in that freedom uh, sharing that freedom how did that that change happen for you you know the it feels like it was a long process and then it feels like it happened all at once. It's at the same time. It was, um, it was seeing something different about what it means to live. And kind of, working my way through seeing through all the things that we're taught and, you know, you're supposed to grow up and go to college, you know, uh, maybe start a family and have two and a half kids and get a job and a house and whatever vehicle fits the persona that, that is you. 
and you know work your butt off and then retire and hopefully if your knees still work you can have some fun then (laughs) 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 that was the first step for me I think was remarkably it was it was health problems and injuries that kept me from feeling like I could perform my best at my current job and knowing I had this dream of what would happen when I retired and and then suddenly life looked like it might be shorter than I thought and I was like why wait till then and that was the first inkling and then that started the ball rolling and the journey. And then somehow I tripped into this whole different way of seeing life in the midst of that, which it was like divine, perfect timing. Um, and then everything just started to unravel. There are maybe quite a few people who don't know the origin story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the job that you had and what you were up to in your life when you had those health issues and then when you started seeing things differently. Yeah. I wonder if you could tell us a bit more about that time. Yeah, so I was a firefighter and paramedic. And, um, and at the time, the last six years of my career, I was a, a station officer, which means I was in charge of a, a fire station and making all the decisions when you go on the calls and at the emergencies. And um, it was it was the career of my dreams. I had done it for fourteen years, and and truly loved it. Like I don't think there was a day in fourteen years where I was like, oh god, I need to find another job. There wasn't any of those. Even when I was sick and injured and things got tough, I loved um, I loved the combination of just showing up every day to help people. And you had no idea what that even meant when you got there. And then the physicalness of it. I thought, I love being tired at the end of the day. And then the adrenaline, a part of it. Like I love like living on the edge sometimes and actually getting paid for it. You know, like I loved all that. And um, yeah. And then things happened. And in one of my, one of my sayings, I one day just thought was like, I love this job and it might kill me, you know? <laughs> and um, Yeah. So that was the origin story. And, and what's interesting is coaching came in and I didn't even know what a coach did. It was like something just like, like dropped a cloud on me somewhere and said, Hey, why don't you check this out? And I'm like, okay. And I had no idea what coaching or meant. I'd never been coached. I hadn't really ever talked to one that I know of, but something inside me said, go do this. This sounds like a fun side gig. And so several years before I actually left the fire department, I had dabbled in and went to school and, and started this new venture of coaching. So when everything kind of came to a head, it was like the perfect oh, maybe I'll try some more of this and less of that. And then that began the transition out of, out of the career of being a firefighter and into coaching. And then at the same time, I had this wild dream of, well, that's when, when I got sick and I was thinking, why wait till I'm retired to travel? 
And then that came, all this kind of started happening at the same time. And then that idea popped up of, why don't I just do that now? And now in my eyes, like why don't I start doing that now? But it would take five or 10 years to get to that point to where I could, you know, leave everything and travel. And so that's when I, the crazy dream came up of, of living this lifestyle of wandering and traveling and living in a Airstream trailer. And then there was a point where I was just like, wow, this all makes sense. And I didn't plan it, you know, like I could, this newfound love of being with people and having conversations, I can do that from anywhere. Um, my health, it feels like it's, it's ushering me out the door of this career that I've loved for 14 years. And then I have this crazy dream that really fits well with all of it. And um, yeah, so that's the origin story. And here we are. <laughs> And that, that all happened, um, 2014-15, like that was when all that was going on. It might have even started in 13, I don't really remember, but it was all in that time period. And the summer of 15 was when I had the big aha, like, oh, I can do this. I can, I can, I can figure out how to actually run my own business. I can leave the fire department and I can uh, travel the world or travel to North America in a trailer. In that summer, it was June of 15 that I had, I put it down on paper and I still have it, this backwards, uh, you know, looking back, it's like the goals, but look, starting from the end and like looking back to present day. And my goal was by the end of 2020 to be coaching full-time and living on the road. And it, and it happened a lot sooner than I ever could have imagined. Has your, um, has your adventure, as you're traveling around and coaching, has that evolved in the last couple of years? Oh, yeah. How has it? There's less and less of me in it. Like, um, I just, I thought years ago, I thought I was, quote, Cotty Wampling, like traveling towards unknown destinations and it really wasn't up to me. And I thought that's what I was doing. And I really was in a way, but now it feels like every day is, I have no idea what's going to happen. And, and that's in living in, in, in having conversations and meeting people and in coaching and everything. Like one example is uh, yesterday morning, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, like wide awake. It was one of those, like I rolled over, tried to go to sleep and I was like, I think my body says, get up. And, um, and I just gotten to where I'm at and I'm, I'm on this beautiful, humongous lake in a national park. And my campsite is not far from the lake. It was a short walk. So here I am five in the morning. What do you do? I was like, well, all my stuff's still on my truck, my kayak, everything's packed. I can just get up and go for a paddle and watch the sunrise. So I got up and, you know, had I just made tea and put it in a thermos and like grabbed a granola bar, went out and took everything off my truck with a flashlight on and like stumbled through the woods, hauling my kayak down to the lake, put it in. And I'm thinking I literally bought like like a cup's worth of tea and a thermos and one granola bar for breakfast. And I thought I would be out there for maybe an hour. And I got out and just paddled before the sun rose 
well before and was there for the sun to rise. And I didn't know where I was going. I didn't care. Like, I didn't even think about like, where do I, where am I going? I just paddled wherever it took me. I saw a bird. I paddled there. Like I looked like I could see the, 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 the clouds better. I paddled there. And then after the sun was up, I looked at the GPS on my phone. I was like, wow, I've been a long ways. And then there's, there's the mainland of this national park, which you only can get to by water. And I was only like 1.9 miles from there. And I thought, I never guessed I would go that far, but I could just go. So I paddled there. And where I ended up on the island was a trailhead. And, I, and thank goodness I had service. I looked and I'm like, where's this trail go? And I went up and over hills of several miles to this lake in the center of this island. So I said, I'll hike. And I was wearing sandals because remember, I just went to the kayak for an hour and and wasn't dressed for hiking at all. But I thought, who cares? So I went on this four and a half mile hike on this island and it was just beautiful fall colors. And I come back and there's this horrible wind. Not that it's the wind's fault, but it just felt really <laughs> like it was right in the direction I needed to go. And I'm using the compass on my on my phone. Thank goodness I had service, like I said, because I had I would have had no idea where to even paddle. That's how lost I was there. And so I just found the kind of direction I needed to go and just started paddling. And it took me about an hour and a half to get back to the spot where I put my kayak in. And I got back to my trailer and it was like well after 12, like 1230. And I'm starving because all I've had is a cup of tea and a granola bar. And it was beautiful because I got back and the experience I had and what I saw, and it was just fun. I'm like, I had no idea I was going to do that today. It wasn't like the day before I'd planned any of this. I mean, I assumed I'd get my kayak out eventually, you know, but that was, that's a normal day is really just, it's not like, I feel like I'm just along for the ride of life, you know, and by the evening I met some beautiful people that were camped next to me. We sat by the fire last night and chatted until, I don't know. 1030 or so and complete strangers were now, you know, great friends. And we had so much in common. And then I went to bed. Like that's an, that never in my wildest dreams could have imagined you could live life like that. And now every day isn't that adventurous, but that's how it goes. And then I just string a bunch of those together. Now in my mind, in listening to your story, how beautiful yesterday was and how unfolding it was with no plan and then all these wonderful surprises occurred, it would be quite easy to listen to you and to think, well, that's just how Christy is. She's an adventure person. She just wouldn't have it in her mind that uh, that structure and destinations matter and, you know, life doesn't need a plan and stuff, but I know you. So how would you answer that question? So like, well, it's okay for you to do that. What about the rest of us who aren't made the same way as you? Yeah, you are made the same. <laughs> <laughs> and if you would have if I would have heard that story, I don't know, five years ago, I would have, I would have said, wow, that sounds really cool. But I could never, <laughs> like, how would I ever do that? 
Like it would have been out of totally out of question, out of out of possibility for me. It would have sounded amazing. I just said, yeah, I want to do that, but there's no way. And what's interesting is, so I told you in like an, a natural adventure story, it just happened to be what happened yesterday. But the same happens in quote work and relationships and everything. It's you don't have to love the kayak to live like this. Like you can do it from the comfort of your couch or your desk or anywhere you happen to be. But I didn't know that five years ago. And I'm, I don't feel like I fully know it now. Like, I feel like the glimpses are strong and heavy and more often, but I still have to every once in a while be like, Oh no, I can really live this way. Like you can still get work done. You can still meet up for podcasts and, 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 you know, work a nine to five and still live like this. Like we're all the same. You know, the part of that that anyone doubted or might be suspicious over, well, you know, that's just how you are. That's the, how you're wired is what you just said about, well, five years ago, I wouldn't have thought I'd live like this. I'd have thought that that wouldn't be possible. I'd have thought that that was someone else's life. So a question that I'd love to hear your thoughts on is what have you seen about life and how it works that supports your total unknowing and being and basking in it as opposed to be worried about it that's a million dollar question and i have trouble answering it <laughs> well, plus i keep my million dollars then right <laughs> I'll try my best. The first, the first part is I really don't know. It's hard to put words to it. It really is. You know, and sometimes I get choked up a bit saying, I don't know how I came to know whatever this is that I'm trying to tell you about, but can't really describe. Like it wasn't up to me. Like it, I don't know. And at the same time, It feels like life is a, it's like a, a big long chain of Christmas gifts. Like that goes on forever. And like, and whether you celebrate Christmas or, or it's birthdays or whatever, but we all know what it feels like to have a gift and it sit either under a tree or on the mantle or in the corner. And it's tied up with a bow and we're kind of giddy because we wonder what's inside, but we don't know really what it is. And at the same time, it almost doesn't matter. It's just fun opening presents, you know, and we can wish for what's inside, but we know it's really not that up to us on what's inside. And life is a string of those. Like every moment is a, is, is a gift in a box and we get to open it with the same kind of childlike, I wonder what's next. And we open the box and though sometimes it's a pair of socks and we're like, oh, cool. All right. <laughs> you know, and sometimes 
it's exactly what we wished for. And we're like, yes, someone was listening. And then sometimes it blows our doors off. We're like, I had no idea this was even on offer that like, I wouldn't even have wished for this, but oh my gosh, thank you to the gift giver. You know, like I'll take plenty more of these. Keep surprising me. And sometimes what's in the box, like will bring tears to your eyes because it's so sad, you know? But it's like, even that's a gift in a way. So, but life is that. And I don't get to choose what's in the box. I just, I can either sit there and be worried about what's inside. But who does that? Like, who does that? Who, who has a gift in the corner and we're, and we're biting our nails and like stress out about what's in the box? Like, we don't normally do that. We're, there's a quiet anticipation or a giddy waiting. And what if we could live life like that? And that's how I see it. Like, that's the best, well, I don't say it's the best, but that's one of the ways I can put words around it is just open the, open the box and then know that there's going to be, there's a whole, there's a, there's a chain of them that go on forever. You're going to keep getting them. And it's just open the box and see what's inside. It's not up to me. But the, the, the other side of that is like, we all know how it would feel if on the holidays we sat there and we stressed out about what was in every box. It wouldn't be any fun. Like it, it would, it just wouldn't be the same. But it can be different. You know, one way of putting things in a box as opposed to opening them of a couple of things that I've heard you say in the last few minutes would be live my life and open the box. <laughs> it's an awesome simplicity to consider. Yeah literally awesome, full of awe. <laughs> you know what I loved about what you said was how you can seem to have the same feeling about the box, even if it brings something that maybe doesn't feel that good. That might be sad and might be life showing up in a way that not only did you not anticipate, but most people would see it as not a great thing to get in, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I think I, I spent a long time in my life trying to control experience not wanting it to show up in that way and thinking I had some kind of control over that. And it's only seeing that I don't need to do that and being willing to let go and open up boxes like that and experience all of life that, and that's very new. 
very new for me as well. And but when you don't need to control it, you can just have all kinds of experiences, knowing that you're going to be okay no matter what. Full disclosure from Mr. Morgan for a second, right? You know, it's funny in listening to you for the last few minutes, and I've gone, wow, I think I should get something off my chest here. There are times I receive emails, and I'm too afraid to open them. It's like, you know, he's saying, who looks at a box with a gift and doesn't open them? I said, well, I was going, me. <laughs> I do that. Do that with physical mail through the door. Uh, I have been known to check if a parcel has a ticking sound to it, right? To see, well, would anybody send me an incendiary device? You know, I'm knowing that no one really would. But exactly to what Kate was saying, I sometimes fall under the illusion that my life will matter depending upon what's in the box. And I forget that I will always get over what's in the box. Even if it is the bad news that I don't want. Even if it is this bill says how much? Or even if it's this email saying, yeah, not successful this time, we've gone with another provider. It's funny that I constantly forget disappointment sometimes happens and I forget I always get over it. That I might go out at 5 a.m. in a kayak and as soon as dawn comes be bitten to bits by the national bird of Minnesota, the, <laughs> the dearly beloved mosquito and have welts on me for the next five days to a week. And I forget I get over it. Yeah. And the number of times that I look back at my life and the things that I, the opportunities and the things, I don't know if I'd call them risks, but the chances that were there that I never took because I didn't know I'd get over things. I didn't know that I was okay regardless. That my feelings would change. That there would be a different gift in the next moment. Certainly in the next day. That would be totally different. So that's my confessional. Now rest easy. <laughs> I loved it, Wynn. You know, because both of what you shared, it, it reminded me of, you know, how different I also react to things like really, quote, horrible things. And, it, and it's got this air of, oh, that's what's happening today. You know, like I wouldn't have wished this. I wouldn't wish this on my enemy, but that, oh, that's what's happening. You know, <laughs> it's that feeling. You know, like, and in and, and my health, like in just in the last few months, like uh, some stuff has come up. And one of my friends who we've had lots of discussions about health with is like, you seem to be really like, okay with this. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like you have a nice car and you come out of the grocery store and the carts hit it and there's a dent and you're like, oh man, 
all right. And you get in, like, what are you going to do? You get in, you drive off with your scratch on your, on your bumper or, or wherever it is, you know, like you can, it, you could be pissed off about it and it affect the rest of your day. Or you can be like, all right, what's next? Keep on rolling. Like it's that feeling. And again, that to me a few years ago would have sounded foreign. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, of course you, but I feel like I'm in that mindset of, oh, that's what's happening. All right. Okay. Like there's more space for ideas to come up. There's more space for living. There's more space for, for having the analytical problem solver, like come to life and, and be like, oh, we can do this or try that. But there's a different feel to it. There's, there's, there's not like, we must do this. We must fix this now. We must figure this out. There's not that feel to it. They're like, oh, it's, it's more of like, oh, oh, okay. This is what's happening. Huh. Maybe I'll try this. Like it's, there's a lightness to it, you know? Then it comes back to the box thing. It's like, oh, I wonder what's going to be in the next box. And the next box could be a fabulous idea. It could be some more bad news. I don't know, but I'm not going to sit here and worry about it. Like that's the thing for me, regret and worry have, just dropped away totally until I forget. And sometimes I'll find myself for a moment and be like, what am I thinking? And then I'll go right back to like being out of it again. Yeah. But there's, there's, I used to be full of regret and full of worry. And now it's like, it's gone. Yeah. Well, that in itself, that's a huge gift. When that yeah. falls away, when that grips us less, and yeah, Christy, what do you uh, what do you attribute that to? What do you mean? You're seeing this in a in such a different way that you're able to hold that space lighter. Like if you, if you could attribute it to one thing, what would it be? Well, that's a tiny little question. <laughs> Good one, Kate. <laughs> wow. Trump's the one million dollar question. That's <laughs> Oh man, it's so hard to put it in words. It's something around, like I know what started it. I know what started it. And I don't know, I can't describe all the unfolding, but what started, what started it was having a flash of seeing that absolutely everything is wisdom and you can put other words around that um you could say god you could say infinite knowing you could say i don't even know you could throw a bunch of words around it for anyone that's wondering what that means but i really saw that every quote bad decision that i ever made in life was perfect it's impossible to make a air quote bad decision 
every time my thoughts ran away with myself and I got into a dark spot, it was perfect. I can't get it wrong and no one else can either. That's it. Like that's the freedom. That's, that's no regret and no worry because what is there to regret if it was all perfect? And, and people will hear this and say, oh, well, you know, the love of my life getting cancer isn't perfect. And I'll be like, yeah, that's, that's not perfect. But it's a part of a perfect unfolding that we can't fully see from our seats right here, right now, today. But there was a glimpse of if we were to be, if we were able from our little seats in life that we all live in, if we were somehow to be able to like shoot up and see, see like the whole symphony of life, like from forever until forever. And we can see like that one little note or two that is our life or our loved one's lives. And we can see how it fit into this grand symphony. We'd be like, okay. Like it doesn't seem perfect, but it's the perfect unfolding. And that glimpse, that is all it took to just be like, okay, I can just live. I can open each box, each moment. And then I'm human and I forget, but I know, but even in the forgetting, like there's this part of me that knows so deeply that even when I'm caught up and I've forgotten all this that I've said, cause there's moments when I do, like there's this weird undercurrent that knows I'll remember. And then I'll snap out of it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, that was a crappy few days. <laughs> what was I thinking? And then it's like, then I'm back to here, you know? So there, I think it's that. Hopefully that all came across. I do want to bring up the word that you created. So quick, uh, quick little bit of personal disclosure again. You were talking about this word, codywomple. And uh, you even brought out some T-shirts in various colors in a few designs with two different definitions of what it means. Yeah. Now, I bought two of those T-shirts not realizing you'd made it up. I literally thought that that was a real thing, that if I looked up that word, I'd find it. I didn't know that you'd made it up. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, full disclosure, I didn't actually make up the word. I just defined it. <laughs> so the moment I saw that word, I can tell you exactly where I was, where I was sitting in bed. Like my heart jumped when I saw this word, Cottywumple. And it's... It's one of those unexplainable things that I was just like, this, yes. <laughs> like, and I had no idea what that word would do for me the rest of my life, but I knew it was special. And when I saw it, it was, it was in relation to travel, like going on holiday or taking a hike. And I forget the definition that was on what I saw, but it was something about traveling towards destinations unknown. 
Like it, it's a happy camper thing, you know, like, oh, I can't wait to go out on this hike to destinations unknown. But when I saw it, it was my first tiny little glimpse of, wait, no, this is much bigger than going on a hike or, or, or taking a three-day holiday and not having a destination. But that word grew. That was in, that was in January of, that was in January of 17. And, um, and the reason it hit me was because I was right in the midst of this crazy dream of, of hoping it came to reality of living like this. But, and so when I hit the road, when I, when I started living in Akati Wampal, um, it was about travel. But the more I lived that way and travel and just heading out and not knowing where I'd end up, the more I saw that that applied to every single part of life. And that is, and we all do it all the time and we just don't know it. So the definition to kind of put it out there, there's, there's, it's just like a dictionary definition. There's three definitions. So the first definition is traveling purposefully towards unknown destinations. So it's like, I'm purposely living life. I'm purposely filling the blank, building a business or raising children, you name it but I have no idea where I'm going to end up. And that's not up to me traveling purposely towards unknown destinations. Definition two is being open to limitless possibilities. So it's weird, but it's like, it's not having goals. It's having goals, but they're really soft, like really out there, just very touchy. You know, they're not like I want to, and you fill in the blank. It's because to me, when, it, what it looks like is when you do that, you limit yourself. You limit yourself just one little slice of the pie and you're not open to all the possibilities all around you. So it's being open to unlimited first uh, possibilities. Like literally anything can happen and, I, and I'm really okay with it. And then the third definition is unpredicting your journey because we all predict our journeys. And then to me, that's what causes the biggest amount of strife in life is we think we know what's supposed to happen. And when it doesn't, we get pissed. <laughs> and so it's taking the cap, it's blowing the cap off of that. It's saying, you know, I have no idea what's supposed to happen. I don't know. I don't know. I want to live a long, happy life. It'd be cool to be 90 and carefree, but Hey, tomorrow could be my last day. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's in everything in between. It could be like, oh, I really wanted to buy this house and it fell through. Okay. Like nothing to be upset about. It's just what, what I thought was going to happen isn't, you know? So it's unpredicting our entire journey and just being, again, they're all related, being open to limitless possibilities and, and traveling purposely on this journey of life, but having no idea where we'll end up and what's going to happen and what they'll be at any point in time. And that's the Kadiwampal. And, and that word has changed so much. It changes all the time. And it's cool because it gets more free and more free and more free. The more I live in it and the more I see it differently, it just opens up. Like there, it's its own definition. Like there really are unlimited possibilities. And, and what's fun is what I tell people all the time is people are like, I want to learn to Kadiwampal or whatever. You know, they come to me for that. And I'm like, little secret, you've been doing it your whole life. 
you just don't know it. Like there's so much stuff on top of it. You don't realize we're all cotty bumplers. That's all we've been ever doing. So it's living life without all the chatter and the, you know, negative stuff. It's just, it's the same life, just with a different feel. So hopefully that was a kind of what you're <laughs> asking about. Stunning. Yeah. Well, Christy, it's been a joy as always to to talk with you and to listen. And I'm sure that our listeners and those of you listening right now has, has loved what you've shared today. And your contact details are are included um, in the platform that you're listening to this on, where you found this link. It's all there and below if you're watching on YouTube. And from Kate and myself, thanks so much for being here today and sharing everything that you shared. Thanks, Christy. Thank you, guys. Really beautiful questions, beautiful exploration. Thank you so much. And if you've got more questions for, for Kate and myself, our, our own contact information is below and at the end um, of this recording. I will look forward to, to being with you again soon. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.